The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Please visit pod617.com to learn about our podcast production services and view our full lineup of shows. Let's get bitchless. See, we actually do know what we're talking about. That was my mother's wedding. I wore that f***ing tiara until like 4 in the morning. See, my mom didn't talk to me for like a good month. Oi! Welcome to the Bitchless Bride podcast on pod617.com. I'm Deborah DeFrancesco, founder of Bitchless Bride, and I'm here with Nathan Venn, my fabulous co-host. Woohoo! What's up? Dude, I love your shirt. Did you wear that on purpose? I did. Pineapples. All day, every day. <laughs> so pineapples are what... Don't they say it's like the, the national hospitality... Help me out. What's it? The, the, the sign of national hospitality. Hospitality, like, absolutely. Right? Yes. I got rainbows and you got pineapples. I think we're backwards today. <laughs> we're a great team. <laughs> so Nathan and I have worked together over the years uh, just planning weddings and doing all sorts of fun things together. Um, and I'd say between the two of us, we have decades of wedding planning experience. So today we actually, we have someone who is one of my favorite people on the whole planet. Um, her name is Danielle Duane. She's the director of wedding sales at Boston Magazine. Hi, Danielle. Hi. Thank you so much for... <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you. I just pictured you doing a curtsy. She's wearing like the cutest dress you've ever seen in your entire life. There's no way you have four kids. I do, I do. Somehow. <laughs> Super something. And she gets dressed, Deb. Listen. (laughs) Take some notes. (laughs) Listen, I'm wearing a beautiful sweater right now. Sometimes I am wearing pants, too, but sometimes (laughs) that is not always the case. Um, But Danielle is here with us. She is, like I said, one of my favorite people on the whole planet. And she also is one of the people that I go to and pretty much everyone in our industry in the Boston area go to as a go-to when we don't know something or someone or we had a question about a thing and a place and a time. 100%. Right? Thank you. You're welcome. It's true. So, I mean, I just kind of want to get started. Danielle works at uh, Boston Magazine, as I said. You've worked there for most of your career. You had a few hiatus here and there, and you want to walk us through some of your the highlights, the Danielle Duane highlights? Sure. So it's funny and interesting that you said that because being at Boston Magazine is fun, obviously, for lots of reasons, but one of the things is you sort of feel that you're kind of at the center of things because Boston's such a small city and and we're the magazine for the city. And people often, you know, reach out to us for all kinds of different things. But um, because I'm sort of the the wedding chick there at Boston Magazine, (laughs) um, I get to answer all the fun wedding questions. And I've, yes, I've been there for 10 years. So I feel like I have a really good hold in the industry and I know everybody and everyone's, it's just, as you guys both know, a fantastic industry to work in in Boston. Um, And I love... I'm a people person, so I love connecting people, and so I love that part of my job. And I'm always happy to, you know, I mean, I can't tell you the questions that I get. It's either from different vendors looking to connect with other vendors, or it's right. my sister, cousin, brother, mother-in-law's <laughs> cousin needs to know this florist or that photographer or that, and I'm always happy to make those connections. And they're so. torturing me, so <laughs> <laughs> so please help me so I can look like the hero in this scenario. <laughs> yes, yes, but I do. I love it. It's fun. That's that's a, one of the fun parts of it. Oh, that I, I have to say, and I've I've been one of those people where if I don't know something, I I pick up the phone. I'm like Danielle, so I need a florist. It's between this price range. Let me know. <laughs> or who do you know that does these amazing balloons? Which you know is actually kind of like a new trend that we're seeing quite a bit of in weddings, not just bar mitzvahs. It's amazing. 
Yes. And when you say balloons, people sort of cringe still because you're picturing, you know, the prom arch from the <laughs> 90s or something terrible. And you're thinking, do these people know what they're talking about? We're not having balloons. No. Like, they've got to be out of their minds. But when you see, you know, what people are now doing with balloons, it's just one example of, you know, how people are being creative in this industry. Well, I think that's the thing. It's the creativity part. You know, it's like it, it literally adds dimension to it. It yeah. still makes me think of the movie Up a little bit. <laughs> like, I can't yeah. even help it. But, like, I, I hear, like, Canon and D, and then I picture balloons. I don't know. Maybe I need more coffee, man. No, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Thanks for playing. I'm out. <laughs> but as far as, I mean... Like I said, we go to a lot of the parties that Boston Magazine has done, and the, specifically the wedding side. And I was telling a story earlier about how I took somebody who was not in our industry, an industry outsider, to like the party of the year. Boston Magazine really does a party of the year. And we, my friend was, A, she told me she needed new clothes afterward. <laughs> and B, she said she wanted to switch industries because, oh, dear God, is healthcare boring? <laughs> so, I mean, tell us a little bit about the parties and food and fun. Yeah, so the parties we do a couple of times a year to celebrate the launch of each issue when it comes out. Um, and it's really sort of a celebration for the whole industry, um, not just advertisers or contributors to the issue. Um, we want you know everyone to be there to celebrate the issue, to network with their friends and clients and colleagues. Um, and it's, you know, interesting to, we have an amazing marketing team um, that works really, really hard on these events. And it's the hardest part is trying to outdo yourself each time. Um, and, <laughs> I know the feeling, girl. <laughs> you know, it's just like a wedding, you know, come up with the next kind of big idea or the next big, the thing with weddings is you can repeat things, obviously. <laughs> step, step repeat. Um, but, um, so we, we joke, now we call them Instagrammable moments. Each party needs a couple of Instagrammable moments um, because, you know, the whole world is social media now and especially the world of weddings. So, um, what do you think about that? Sorry to interrupt you, but I think it's really been interesting to watch because I think it's a generational age thing too. Like, brides right now, right now in this moment in time, kind of were brought up through Instagram, and so will it remain that way? Is there going to be the next? You know, who knows? Obviously, social media is constantly changing, but you know, I'd venture to say now, you know, brides aren't even brides aren't using Pinterest, brides aren't using Facebook, right? They're they're on Instagram. That's all they're doing. I mean, they're going to Instagram first. They're not going to websites. Yeah. And even a few years ago, we would just go to Pinterest first. Right. I don't I don't think I really don't think that's relevant really at all anymore. No, I agree. And I'm happy about that. Oh, my God. Right. (laughs) Oh, you know, that fucking killed me because Pinterest killed me as a wedding planner because brides would get these great expectations about what was possible and it is for like a million dollars yeah but if you're like the regular bride who has a set budget and wants to stick to it you go to pinterest and because there's no price tags yep you see something that you think is affordable and it's literally like 50 60 thousand dollars i had a an invitation company designer tell me once and i thought it was a really great point back when pinterest was the main tool for a couple years there she started setting a Pinterest cutoff date. And so <laughs> with her clients, she said, after this date, you can't send me anything else from Pinterest. We've come up with a design. We're, it's in production. It's, We're done. Pinterest is over. You know, it's time to move on. And then I had another, I had a planner say, you know, these brides come, you know, here we are in New England, and they'll have these 
vineyard photos of these beautiful vineyards in California. And it's like, we don't live in California. <laughs> Your wedding is in a barn in New Hampshire. Get used to it. There's no water there. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't understand. But but they get wrapped up in it. Right. And it is. I mean, it's aspirational. That's the idea. It's like a magazine. You know, it's it's aspirational. Yep. Um, that is one thing we do. I think that's probably the thing we do best at Boston Weddings, though, is it's meant the magazine, the print magazine is meant to be aspirational. Yep. Inspirational, aspirational. But... Everything you see in the magazine is locally sourced. Everything is from New England. You're not going to find New York, um, California. It, it is all New England, and they're ve- and they're very. St- our editors are very strict about that, and I think it's a great a great tool for for real brides. Oh, that is fantastic. Well, then they can actually copy and repeat. Right when they're looking through the real weddings, especially, it's like, oh my god, I love that. I love that. I love that. I, they can reach all those people right there. They're in New England, which is fantastic. And if you're not in New England. And you pick up your, if there's like Chicago Magazine or New York Magazine or, you know, California Magazine, whatever it may be, you can pick up, do they all follow the same? I'm not sure that anyone is as strict about it as we are. (laughs) And I think that's kind of goes along with Boston in general. I was going to say conservative. (laughs) Um, Yes, yes. And, you know, just overall definitely more conservative than those other large cities. That is interesting too, though. Um, I mean, I think, I, I mean... And you and I talked about this, our weddings. My wedding feels like it was a million years ago. And, you know, like having babies and doing all that fun stuff after. But you see, you're like in it like I am and like Nathan is day in, day out. Is there anything that you would have done differently? Like, would you change your wedding? Would you go back and like, it's like that high school question. Like, what would you do differently knowing what you know now? 100%. I would change things a thousand times over. I would do it. I, I joke that I want to get married every year just simply for the dress. If I could just buy a wedding dress once per year, Ooh, I'd be you. sold. Oh my God, Perfect. let's do it. Let's do it. Let's fucking do just it. Do, we'll just do a styled shoot. Oh my God, I'm so. Let's, let's do, do a styled shoot. Uh, photographers out there, who wants to do a styled shoot with Danielle Duane and Deb <gasps> D. Francesco? Oh my God, oh my let's, God. Fucking let's do, do it. it. Why haven't we thought about this? I don't know. I didn't even get to wear my wedding dress. <gasps> All I, right, right. I eloped. I and sold mine. So we both get new dresses. Yes. Well, no, you still have yours? No, I used it as a Halloween costume. But okay. I mean, it's a total <laughs> I did. So, but it's like, okay because that's the whole point. There's way better dresses. Oh, my God. And I wore I wore a, um, I got it in Nordstrom. It was like, but it was a bridesmaid dress. It was purple lace. Don't judge me. It was like fucking 2004. <laughs> I'm 41 people, whatever. Um, so, but I, I, because we eloped, we were supposed to have like a local wedding and I, I booked it at Radius Restaurant when it was here, and it was like a was a very high end, awesome place. And we were gonna have a, a party and had a sit down meal and like heavy pasta d'oeuvres and desserts. And I actually did go pick out the wedding dress with my mom. So I did. Like Lynn was very. Oh happy. Lynn. Oh Lynn. Nathan <laughs> knows my mom very well. Um, but so Lynn and I got to pick out the dress. I did love the dress, and that is one of my few sadnesses about not having a real wedding is I didn't get to wear the dress. And in retrospect, having family there would have been pretty (laughs) nice too. Um, But kind of going back to it, I actually dream about wearing the dress and my husband would still rather fucking kill himself than have a wedding or even like a 15 year anniversary party so you still haven't told shoot. everyone where you went oh I went to Vegas oh, thank you sorry I was starting to lose my chain of thought and you know and it's so funny and it's like we went to Vegas because what started out as a conversation we we were we put a deposit down on our wedding and like one night I was really stressed with work I was relatively new in the in the industry is like 2000 Three two thousand four, and I was planning. I was at a property, which means I was at a hotel. I was planning a lot of weddings, 
and my husband's introverted because <laughs> there can't be two of us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Nathan. <laughs> um, and, so, and and truly, like we went to we we had this conversation. We it was Halloween actually. We were getting pumpkins and a few bottles of wine to carve. So you know, so that was safety. And but basically, we had this conversation, and it was like. God, our wedding just kind of felt like work. It truly did. And at the time, I was having a hard time separating what I did for a living compared to how I was going to make my own wedding feel different and truly not feel like I was at work. That's why I decided to go for rent out this awesome restaurant that I loved. The food was good. Food's important to me. And the ambiance was super cool, which I really liked. And I wanted to have a party. And Chris said, well... I I don't really want to say my vows in front of 150 people. He's 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 introverted. You know, when you get to know him, he's actually not. But he didn't want to say that. So I said, so what are we going to do about it? So we drank the wine. <laughs> we did not carve pumpkins because one of us definitely would have gotten hurt. And uh, I don't know what happened, but somewhere along the lines, we booked the Bellagio in Vegas. And we flew out over Thanksgiving of 2004. And we we used the excuse that like, oh, I I told my Chicago family we're in Boston. Yes. (laughs) That is amazing. (laughs) Elvis did not do my fucking wedding for the record. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we we teased our friends and uh, we told everyone we were going to Chicago or Chicago to Boston. It was like like when you used to sneak out in high school and you stay out all night. So. That's it was awesome. very fun. So I, my whole point is, I never got to wear the dress. Right. So we're we're getting married and we're having a styled yes. shoot. <laughs> we're gonna do a styled shoot. Yes. Yep. Yes. What do I get to wear? A tuxedo. Duh. You want a bow tie? You want a rainbow bow tie? Like mine? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh my god, I love it. Hi, I'm Marjorie Claprood's brother John, and I'm Margie's nephew Michael, and I'm Margie's nephew Dave. And I'm Margie's nephew, Jonas. We're here with a special plea today. There's someone who needs your help. The matter is urgent. And it gets worse every day. Marjorie Claprood suffers from ACS. Attention craving syndrome. Every minute of every day. She is desperately trying to get everyone's attention. But you can help. Just listen to her podcast. Margie Claprood saves the world. New episodes posted regularly at pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. Please listen. We implore you. She needs your attention. And then maybe she'll leave us the alone. Please. 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 Please listen. Politics, family, and fun. Margie Claprood saves the world at pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. <laughs> I loved my wedding. I adored my wedding for that moment in time. It was perfect. It was, I was young. I was 26. Um, and it was great. It was, I, I can't say enough great things about it. But because I do this for a living and I'm in this industry day in and day out and I look at beautiful weddings every single day in print and I know all these amazing photographers and planners and florists and everyone, you know, I wish I could recreate it every year and do something different every year. Um, and Heidi Klum, remember she used to yes. do that? They used to redo their wedding every year. I mean, so too bad they got that's divorced. Where I got the <laughs> that went well. I know. <laughs> How many weddings does it take to get divorced? I don't know. Um, they did sick Halloween costumes too. Right. Yep. That's, yep. Yeah. Holy crap. 
But no, I would do that with you. I really fucking mean it. Like, mark my words on this. We let's pick a date out of wedding season. Which yeah, we're, we're coming out of wedding season right now. So totally, it's I'm like, already the wheels are turning. The oh, wheels are turning. Oh my god, we'll do a winter winter wedding. And I don't really want to wear white. I mean, I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I shouldn't have even worn white on my first wedding, let's be honest. It's the shoe fit. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. It's true. It's true. I mean. Well, actually, black, I think, bridal market just happened in, yes. in New York. And that's what it, I, like, look at my Instagram and just drool and, and cry over the dresses I'll never get to wear. Oh so. my, no, let's do it. And I have to tell you, it's funny. I get invited, bitchless pride. I get, I get all the invites. And last year, I told my husband, I'm like, I'm fucking going. Every year, I say I'm going. There's another thing we can do. Okay, so we'll get married, and then ish. That'll be our honeymoon. That'll be, and then, and then we'll go to New York. We will go to all the bridal shows. I mean, I seriously like if you look at my inbox, all a crazy amount of invitations, and I, I actually want to go, but something's happened, or it's I, something. I know it's a fucking it's a crazy time season. of year, right? <laughs> I mean, exactly. That's the problem. So don't book any weddings. <laughs> you know, no biggie. We don't need money. <laughs> so it's totally fine. But no, we'll get married. We're going to get married. Danielle and I are getting married. Congratulations. <gasps> Thank you. Oh, my God. Oh, can we throw rice? I want to go old school. Fuck the yeah. confetti. Yeah. Yep. Like, I, I want like rice. I like it. Like, up in the air and kind of like and I have myself. that. I have that jotted down in my trends thing is the whole... Moody dark colors are in, and like the shoot the people thing in <gasps> photography. It's very like not actually shoot. Light. Our producer, who's not in our industry, is like, "What the shoot fuck? The We're people. shooting people now." <laughs> is this a thing? <laughs> Danielle, okay. For those who might not know, what is it, shoot the people? It's just it's sort of a movement away <laughs> from the very like posed wedding. Like when you think of what wedding photography looks like, yes, to please. the much more. Um, candid, much more candid, and also just like the focus is the the couple and the or the bride or the groom like or the that. parents or whoever it is, but it's the the people and not so much the the party the moments, and, right? The moments. It's well, and really, isn't that what it's all about? I mean, we right. joke about getting married and wearing the dress and the perfect plans and dogs and tuxedos <laughs> and shit like that, and which I love. Don't get me wrong, I love it, but I also a big theme on Bitchless Bride is that I preach perspective. Right. And I think that with the Instagram and previously Pinterest and going to, you know, if you're in your 30s, late 20s, early 30s, you're spending a lot of money and a lot of your time at weddings. So when it ti- when it's when it comes time to do yours, there's pressure. Absolutely. You know? And people just have no one has any idea what things cost until you get into it and what they want. Right. It's like do you remember what was that Julia Roberts movie where she she got married, she kept ditching the dude. <laughs> Runaway Run bride. Yeah. <laughs> Duh, thank you. Thank you. I just pictured horses galloping, remember? But one of my favorite scenes in that whole movie and this is so fucking dumb, but it's true, is that she didn't know how she liked her eggs cooked. Because she was so used to like absorbing that of the, the her sig other or whoever she was with, that you she was so lost. You didn't even know what kind <laughs> of eggs you like. <laughs> but she yes. <laughs> she didn't know what kind of eggs she liked, and she literally there's a scene in that movie where she had to like hard boiled, scrambled, over easy, whatever. But I feel like that's kind of what's happening to our brides. They don't know what they like. They don't know what they're supposed right. to like, and they've been going. They're they're getting a bird's eye view without seeing the price tags and without seeing what's going on. And suddenly they're like, I don't know what the fuck I want. And plus, how much are those eggs? Right. (laughs) Right? Right. That's hard. Right. And and the problem, too, and and we see from the other side is vendors sometimes get frustrated that 
you know, people aren't sharing their budgets, but it, they just don't know some of the time. You know, it's like an That's education true. process so that they're not withholding that information from you. They just don't know what to say because they don't know what the, the normal range is. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, I felt that way when I bought my house. Right. Uh, truly, I didn't. I didn't know what things cost but that's the thing that I think our brides and grooms and whomever you know you need to start to self-educate and I always like I always preach you need a wedding planner and I know that a lot of people say that they can't afford it and I believe you I truly it's a, it's we, we are not cheap and but the one thing I will say is we can steer you there's plenty of bridal consultants out there where you could just call for a couple of hours and have them steer you in different directions do a day of or a month of and also you forget that the we're professionals in this industry and we can help you so that we'll save you not necessarily money but we'll save you a lot of time mm-hmm. and I wrote an article uh, like a couple of months ago like what's your time worth Mm-hmm. And I think we all forget that, you know, and it's especially too. And I'm thumbing through your magazine and I look at all that. And I mean, a picture is worth a million and 12 words to me. And all I picture sometimes is the behind the scenes. Like, I can't even help myself. Like, how many people did that take to put, hang that installation right. or set that table? You know, like they don't know. So they have to self-educate and then hire the people that do know. And we do that for every aspect in our lives. And right. we're the only one we get a lot of shit for, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's hard. Right, right. Okay, so um, your wedding how how many years ago was it? I got married in two thousand six. Oh my goodness! So, what was yeah, your favorite was part? Just, I mean, this sounds cliche, but the family having all the the people you love in one place. It's true. I mean, I I moved here after college. My family is not here, so they you know obviously all came for for my wedding and then all of my friends that were here was just having everyone in one place and the big party and it was awesome I loved it loved every second of it and Um, and then you and your your husband like like do you really feel like it was about the two of you or did like your mom play like you know how sometimes people's like oh that was my mother's oh it was all me (laughs) I was I was new to the industry too then and so I was super into it um and it was definitely all me and I did you know a million little touches and things but now you know they'd all be different just because I'm older and it's 12 years later true um, <laughs> but um but yeah it was it was great um trying to think like things that you know it's it's so funny because like I I still would have eloped truly I mean and a lot of it for us like I said the introvert still being in the industry like I want to get married to you we're joking around I truly do Honestly, it's like I love you, but I kind of just want to wear the dress and get my makeup and hair done. Right. Um, but, Absolutely. But I'd still go back to Vegas because I also have family well, dynamics and some stuff that's not as pretty. I was going to ask, so what What were people's reactions to you eloping? Oh, fuck. Because a lot of people say that, like, a lot of people think... <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. A lot of people think their wedding, they need to please everybody and they need to please a group. Oh, we can't do this because... You know, my grandmother can't fly here. My mother doesn't like that's a you good know, point. seafood and or whatever it is. Sand. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about that. But what were people's reactions when you eloped? So it 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 really ran the gamut. Um, I definitely hurt the feelings of my mom and my sister. I'd say the most, which I do. That is what I regret. Like you, you want to know what I regret is, I actually thought my husband was going to surprise me in Vegas and have my sister and her husband there. And I love you, mom, and I know you're listening, and I still would have loved to have you and dad there, but, like, at opposite sides of the room. Um, But but that was part of it for me, seriously. So, like, I really thought Jill and Matt, my 
sister and her husband were going to be there because Chris is good with like little, well, big surprises like that. And, but he took it to heart. Like it was just going to be the two of us. So my sister was upset and that was hard for me. Um, my mom was really upset. Chris's mom, she wrote us a check. She was great. Thank you. I know. Ding, ding. Um, hey, where's my sound effect? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Rolling those eyes. <laughs> um, and then my dad was happy. Uh, you know, I, I, my dad, I think, was like, what, truly, whatever you want here, you know, enjoy it. But, yeah, I mean, I think we all do it for different reasons. And, and you know, trying to, pl- trying to please everyone is is not how it's not your wedding and that i think it feels like that's a theme now as brides especially in new england and this part of the country is as brides and grooms are older they're realizing it should be about them and they're realizing it makes more sense to have a smaller party and maybe go have like an amazing dinner with 30 40 50 people instead of these huge extended ballroom and that's why you know hotel ballrooms are not really as popular anymore people want that unique venue or that very food-related venue or something unique. Um, that I, word. I want something different. I want something <laughs> unique. I right. want something different. Then why are we doing this at a hotel? Right. In a ballroom. <laughs> in right. a ballroom. Steak and chicken. Steak right. and chicken. <laughs> I'm sure right. all of our industry friends are loving that one right now. <laughs> Especially the hotels. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they love us. Yeah, but no, I mean, so for me, it was, it was hard. And then, honestly, my mom didn't talk to me. For like a good month, and we're very close, so that was fucked up for a so while. So, how did walk us through it? So, how did you? So, you came home from Vegas. So, we came home from Vegas, and it was over Thanksgiving weekend. We got married after the Friday after Thanksgiving, and back in that day, tr- it was truffle everything. Like Chris and I went to Vegas, and we had our Thanksgiving dinner at Le Cirque. Right? We're like, fuck it, we're gonna we're not having a wedding. We're gonna stay at the Bellagio and spend piles of money on good food. Because again, love food. Anyway, um, everything was truffle, but we so anyway we got married. We partied like rock stars. We changed clothes. I wore that fucking tiara <laughs> in t- until like four in the morning. I bellied up to the bar there. I don't even in the Bellagio mix or not mix. No, that's in the other one. Something one of those. And actually, the bartender was from Boston. <laughs> And it was just funny. He's like, honey, what's with the, what's with the, the fucking, the, tiara. yeah, what's with the fucking tiara? And I was like, dude, I just got married. I'm in fucking Vegas. He's like, donuts for everyone. They, they gave us donuts and drinks. And it was the, t- well, like, donuts were big. Like, they're still big, but like, they're big. Like, it came out in this cool thing. And we had several cocktails. So it was a lot of fun. But so when we came back, we landed, we literally went Thanksgiving morning. We landed back in Boston on, on Saturday, had our moms, my father and my sister in Chicago, had our moms at our house for brunch, and my mom, like, picked up our shit and walked out. Oh, oh. Lynn. Oh, Lynn. Oh. <laughs> like I said, Nathan knows and loves my mom. Um, yes, it was hard. I really didn't expect her to do that. I, I got to be honest. I, I, I would have done it differently, uh, maybe told her privately or something. Like, I, I, I think so. You know, but that comes... With age, uh, you know, and like I said, and maybe at this point in my life, my my parents are fine now. You know what I mean? But then it was it still felt pretty raw. So for me, I don't I I I get submitted so many weddings. Danielle, I think you can attest. I mean, when people share their wedding stories, the main factors that come up are budget and family dynamics and it's hard because both of those get intertwined when you're planning your wedding. Yeah. Because sometimes, and there are strings attached. So sometimes if someone's paying for part of your wedding, they're going to want things a certain way. And that might bring up something from your childhood of strings being attached. And that's a, it's kind of like a vicious cycle. So it's, you know, wah, wah. 
And just another. <laughs> sorry, I have a happy, happy note. Good, a happy note. Elopements again with the trend theme um, are in right now. I feel I we get a lot of submissions that are elopements. They're sort of like a little bit of expanded elopements. So they're elopements. Ooh. It might be just the couple, or it might be the couple in like you know immediate family. But they hire the the good photographer. They buy the nice dress. They do those elements so that they have the like moments from the day and then uh, usually go to like a nice restaurant in Boston and do that and I think that's like sort of like the upgraded elopement or the you know 2018 elopement Ooh. Yeah. Uh, somebody I somebody I know in New York um, who actually she was my contact at Yahoo Finance I did a bit for them a few months ago and we started talking that's how she's doing her wedding yeah and she's she's so happy she was like the cutest she was talking about it like it's a pseudo elopement it's just a very intimate Let's just go do this. It was it's really cool. I, yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I do see a lot of those coming through on Bitchless Bride. And, you know, I'm always a whore to put up uh, elopements <laughs> on my site. Not a whore in general. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I was. Yes. I'm happily married. <laughs> and With children. With, With children. children. And wanted to punch my husband in the face this morning. But it's totally different. <laughs> <laughs> so back to track. Uh, so, Danielle. So we've got <laughs> balloons. We've got elopement. What else do we see yeah, coming What are we up? leaving off on? <laughs> um, Just like. I had jotted down uh, hanging florals are still in um, and then different materials like marble, slate, metallics. um, Those seem to still be really popular. It's like bringing Gatsby back. Yeah. But but then also like getting rid of all the kitschy stuff. So like, you know, favors have been gone for a long time. But that's one example. Right. Um, I I never mind a cookie though. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Food favors are the only acceptable favors or or drinks. Yes, yes. Yes. 100%. Um, Certain things are never going to go away. You know, like signature cocktails. Those are fun. Who didn't like a signature cocktail? I love. It's amazing. No reason for it to go away. Um, Hanging florals. I've seen some downright amazing, amazing. I I don't even know how these florists pull it off. I know. I mean, I know how much time it takes, um, but it's just, it makes for amazing photos. They literally hang from the ceilings. So yeah, they have it. They do. <laughs> yeah. Like that's they, they. That's how they pull it off. I mean, we're looking at some pictures um, on Pinterest. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram um, that we are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crack my soul um, um, Yep. So that's a couple of other things. Um, unique venues we talked about. So, um, using event designers in conjunction with wedding planners or you know there's some that do both there are some people that are just event designers and they're really looking at how to design your event not so much the timeline and who's mad at who and who needs this pep talk you know they're there to design the event from soup to nuts um, which really also makes for great photos i love that because i've i have a, a i'd say a keen eye for things but on the other side of that i so like my keen eye totally works but i'd rather hire somebody to work conjunctively with me right so that because they're gonna see things that I just wouldn't see like I'm not an interior designer but I love logistics I love a good timeline I'm a great mediator therapist mother, right. <laughs> you know mother sister brother cousin <laughs> right everyone has their um their strong points it's kind of an interesting time in the industry too because people are sort of in flux with what they actually are are you a florist? Or are you an event designer? Are you a planner? Are you an event designer? Are you? Well, that's you know, a everything's whole other kind of right. Right, it is a lot of crossover there. It is. Let me take a minute to tell you about the Boston Podcast Network. Just a few years ago, podcasting was on the fringe of the media world. Now there are more than a half million active podcasts. We're on the verge of an information revolution. Working with Pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network allows you and your business to be a part of it. 
Pod 617 can produce your show, Soup to Nuts, with their professional producers, dynamic on-air hosts, and radio-quality equipment. They produce my show, and I couldn't be happier. Working with the Boston Podcast Network means becoming part of a community, allowing you to share in our success as you become a part of a professionally marketed platform. Contact Pod 617 to start planning. And in the meantime, listen, learn, and binge. Whether you're into music, sports, comedy, business, or politics, or weddings, you'll find something here for you. Visit pod617.com. And pod we trust, bitches. Um, so right now we're going to play a what went wrong segment. Nathan and I have not heard these clips, but these are things that get fucked up at weddings. Ravena Co. was the kind of bride that prided herself on the details. In general, I'm just a bit of a perfectionist. Which made what happened three days before her wedding last October just a little bit more challenging. You arrive in New Orleans, you get to the hotel, what do you see? There's no lawn. There was a and there bed. are no bushes. And then they told us that they would be happy to put down a green carpet. The kitchen closed for renovations. The flowers came in from the floral company and about a third of them were totally dead. It was not a good day. And this is where the wedding goes from bad to worse to downright surreal. David's three-piece suit arrived three sizes too big. <laughs> then the night before her big day, Ravena clocked her head on a door. When she woke on her wedding day, it was clear, beautiful, and steaming hot. So I wore a gown that was a lot of gown, you know. Which looked stunning until they started taking photos. <laughs> and by the third one, I'm like, David, I'm gonna pass out. And then they unzipped my dress and put ice packs down my back and on my neck. So it's like such a 15 minutes before my wedding and I'm sitting in the front hall, like trying not to faint. Just walk in Oh my fucking God. I, I'm, I have so many questions. I have so many questions. Where's her planner? Where the fuck is the planner? And you know what? If there wasn't a planner, then I would have called everyone in the New Orleans area. It sounded like it was a destination. Right. I would have been like, somebody help me. I didn't me. play the whole clip, but they went they went on to quote a wedding planner and the fact that this bride did not have one. Thank you. Th see, we actually do know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I think the ice packs, I mean... The kitchen being closed. Well, I, all I think in my head, unfortunately, is lawsuit because there's so many things that they didn't I, disclose. I, I gotta say too. I mean, I feel like this might be the world's most disorganized bride. Something she did <laughs> some things wrong here too. If every single vendor was a problem, the suit was too small. That dress wasn't right. The flowers the venue were dead. Was, and we see that a lot. The kitchen was shut down. Yeah. The flowers were dead. This bride some, and needs to take some of the responsibility here. And why are you wearing that kind of dress in New Orleans? I was going to say. When we're say, talking about being appropriate for your location. I'm hot in this fucking booth. <laughs> also, was it like post-hurricane? Are we like, like you why know, wasn't something's going on here? That, I mean, and did she see the venue before? You know what I mean? Like, And also, from the venue standpoint, what was on their website versus what's in reality? I mean, I, right. think, I think that calls for Hank Philippi Ryan and people. That's, <laughs> that is Boston-based for when somebody fucks up, you call Hank, and she is a new newscaster who fixes that. But anyway, but I feel like... You know, like I, I like what you said, Danielle, because it's it's something where I think you, there's so many tools online, almost too many right now that can really help even the most unorganized bride. Let's right. say she's like, no, I don't want to do a planner. Fine. But for destination weddings, you guys, I feel like you 
you have to have a yes, planner. Yes, absolutely. Period, the end, preferably somebody in that area. And you, a site visit. And a site visit or right. two. Because then you'd see that, oh, hey, look, I don't see any grass here. Will there be some grass here <laughs> in three months when I get married here? So certain things. But I think like what Danielle said, also planner aside, where were her plans? Where, you know, there's, like I said, there are so many tools now that can help organize even the most unorganized person, bride, groom, what have you, where this this could have been avoided and the bride has to take a little bit of responsibility here. And where was the sheath dress? Like, <laughs> where was, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'd rather see pit stains than a passed out bride. <laughs> Well, Danielle, thank you so much for being here. It really means thank the world you. to this me and to so Nathan. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Find all episodes of the Bitchless Bride podcast on pod617.com, the podcast network. S- subscribe to us on iTunes. And you can find me at Twitter at bitchlessbride.com. Also, Instagram at bitchlessbride and Facebook. I might as well be a whore. I sell teachers on my site. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, my website is bitchlessbride.com. And please follow me on Facebook as well. Thanks, everybody. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs>